1: Hour number two of the hap-hap-happiest post-game radio show in town. The Six Rings post-game show with your old pals Fitzy and Hart here on WEEI trying to sift through the wreckage and parse out what in the holy Hades happened tonight at Gillette Stadium as the New England Patriots eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Eight-and-a-half. Eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, I didn't. Matter. I say eight and a half. Normally, in my mind goes to a Fellini film. Instead, now eight and a half will now be the number upon which the New England Patriots not only were able to, or rather, I should say, were uh, the number that the Patriots were not only able to even come close to, but only missed by 19 points. They actually they whiffed covering by 28 points. That's fine. It no happens. big deal. It happens. Just a four touchdown whiff on the old Coverino, right there. Just. Here's a positive spin on it. If this were college football,
4: they would have paid the Bears a million dollars to come play them like those small teams. Like that Appalachian like- State yes. versus
1: Michigan they years ago. They didn't pay the Bears to come play in Foxborough. Uh, the Chicago Bears. Imagine if Robert Kraft had paid the Bears. Just, just a ma- Well, I mean, at this point, though. <laughs> He'd they- throw his new Air Force Ones at some. Oh, my gosh. Burn all those tonight. P- pack oh, those really up. Nuts. Pack those up with everything else that we printed for tonight to celebrate Mac and Zap Night, or all your Zappy Fever shirts, and send them off to someone else who needs them. Because I wouldn't want anything associated. I just like tonight is one of those. Tonight's a bury the ball night. Can we? Can we? Can we be square about that? Like, yeah. If the and maybe sh- some of the players like, they, we may as well have just brought out <laughs> someone that looks like Refrigerator Perry or let, like Justin Jones, run one in tonight just for old times' sake, like. That's about how lopsided this felt at times. So the Colts have Where's benched. Where's
4: Tony Easton when you need him? The Colts have benched a former MVP borderline Hall of Fame quarterback. And, and they have six less pit- of a controversy than the Patriots do. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots have two quarterbacks that are within their first year and a half in the NFL. in
1: and- a world. By the way, Mac Jones did go to the podium and speak postgame. We are recording the entirety of his words, and then we'll share them with you here on the radio. That's how frequency-modulated radio works. We'll give you those in just a couple minutes' time. We'll go right now back to the phone. 617-779-7937. Andrew is up in Ipswich. Andrew, welcome to the show. They're early in the morning.
5: How you doing, guys? How are you? Doing well. So, yeah, we're just heading back from the game. I mean, first off, terrible all around. I mean, obviously the defense should be more focused than the quarterbacks, because it was, it was god-awful. But, you know... I, I don't think anyone there wanted Mac to fail, right? We all wanted him to play well. The mm-hmm. thing is, we, we just wanted to see glimpses at least, right? I mean, he has two drives where he goes three and out, really four and out, because he has, you know, the offsetting penalties on on both drives. So he's got another chance. And then throws a muffin of a ball that gets intercepted. You know, I mean, he I know he was our pro bowl quarterback, everything, but he's still got to earn his keep. And, you know... What happens with the excuses when they run out for the playbook and and the you know the teams we're facing now? You're facing the Bears. You should be able to do something with it, but Correct. we just want to see glimpses. And you know, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, the, the fraud squad. It's it's people just see what's going on right now. And he he hasn't performed yet, and he, maybe he should have some more time, right? But you know, Zappy, I, I just think the hate on Zappy. I don't know why that's where that's coming from because, you know, he didn't really fade. I thought, you know, they they had the the ball for six minutes plus every time the Bears did in the second half, you know? I mean, what's he supposed to do with that? He
4: had four balls batted, two of them intercepted, another one that should have been intercepted. He didn't make any plays. I
5: mean, he made more plays than than Mac. I mean, I'm not saying it's a good way to go about it. He played three quarters compared to three
4: drives. I mean, Mac never got a shot. He got yanked.
1: I don't think there's a lot of, Andrew, I don't think there's a lot of uh, hating on, if you will, or people being hypercritical of Bailey Zappi at this point, because as Andy and I were going over earlier, We're not even sure he got a significant amount, if not bulk, of the first team reps last week. Au contraire, I think we were told that Mac Jones got most of them. And then all of a sudden, the combination of the Patriots were going to play two quarterbacks tonight and or the game getting out of hand, as Bill Belichick told the media uh, during his uh, Rose and Bluebird parade just a little while ago. Uh, that was the plan and that he decided to leave Zappi in. Not sacrificing him per se, but just kind of going with the guy I think he thought was healthy. I, Andrew, I don't even know. I've been watching this team my whole life. I'm a little confused. I think we're all a little confused.
5: Well, it's a weird time right now, man. It is. I mean, you know, I, I agree. I think Mac should have some more chances, you know. But like I said, I think the big thing is he still needs to earn his keep, right? I mean, one year... Gets us to the playoffs and we go out in the wild card, right? And then he's a pro bowler. I get it. But it's one season. He didn't win us three Super Bowls. He's still got to continue to earn his keep. And I don't want him to be, you know, he's injured and that's why he loses his position. But if he continues to not perform, you know, I give the, you know, Zappi's playing pretty well for a, for a kid that's had two games. Granted, he hasn't had some great opponents. Let's right. see what happens.
1: Well, we'll see. The pl- toughest opponent, maybe, of the year so far. And thank you for the call, Andrew. Safe driving home. Uh, yeah, I, I, the like, only thing I would disagree the with the Jets Andrew, are now going to be the toughest opponent of the year. Honestly, like, can I borrow wait, someone's what? umbrella in case it rains frogs when I go outside later on tonight? The Jets aren't that good. No, but they might be the toughest opponent to date. Uh, I don't know about that. I think defense the Dolphins is good. Are the de- Andy, the defense is good. The defense is pretty good. Quinton their and offense sauce. is not very good, and they lost their
4: best offensive player.
1: I know but they just got a pretty decent replacement. Quickly, but he's not going to be ready. Like he's, he's gonna, gonna play, out, he,
4: he will play, but he's
1: Christian McCaffrey. If was he a, whoops two your ass, notice. then
4: you're worse than I think you are. If a guy shows up on on Tuesday and beats you, then you're worse than I think you are. But it, I mean, if if Andrew can't admit that Zappy
1: didn't play all that great, he did not. Okay, like he didn't. You know what just popped into my head? Uh, let's see, a vision of a like a hot fudge brownie Sunday. No, but I like where you're at. I love. Do you like brownie sundays? Uh, I like brownie sundays. I prefer the
4: skillet cookie Sunday, but could truly be one of the hidden gems of Fat Guy Were Earth. Little known fact: Paul Perillo and I used to share those at the combine for years, where the lady would
1: bring two spoons and us two fat guys. But like and Lady shirts. and the Tramp, you guys <laughs> yeah, would chase yeah. each other to the bottom of a skillet. <laughs> yep, not the
4: skillet. Nothing cups. wrong with <laughs> that, baby. Um, no, I just thought. No of-
1: shame here. You don't see me
4: judging. Devin McCourty. Remember what he was his rookie year? A cornerback. Pro Bowl Mm cornerback. Remember what he was his second year? Uh, Bad cornerback. Horrific cornerback who moved to safety. The bad part of this example, me comparing Mac Jones to him, Pro Bowl rookie quarterback, Mm -hmm. would be (laughs) there's no really place for you to move to if you're a quarterback to play a different position like Devin McCourty did. Mm -hmm. If you stink at quarterback, you just get replaced by, I don't know, a fourth-round rookie like Bailey Zappi.
1: Phil's in New Bedford. What's up, Phil? Hey, good
3: morning, gentlemen. I'm glad you guys covered basically what I was going to say. Um, in the last couple of minutes, Gresh and the guys on the radio, I was in and out of it. I wish I could have watched it. I missed about maybe three or four minutes of the first quarter. But basically, the whole coaching staff, not just the first offense, defense, special teams, the coaching staff, the arrogance and the attitude that they had this kind of in the back. Like, we got this. And then they added confusion, not just controversy. You added confusion to the offensive line, both quarterbacks that, come on. Come on, Bill. You want to play this chess game with everybody? You hurt your team more than anything.
1: Yeah, Phil. It was uh, a curious and confusing night, I believe, uh, for one everybody. and many. Everybody. everybody. You know, a
4: lot of the uh, beat reporters, a lot of the tweets that are Thank coming out, the out of the locker room are uh, offensive players saying they did not know that two quarterbacks were going to be used. The quarterbacks Why knew, would you the deceive them? Knew, Why would you, you not let them know? Cause that's secrecy down there. It's all about secrecy for Bill Belichick. We're it's worked for two decades. Quarterback probation. Like, I don't think that's great. I, I really don't. That that there's because I think when you don't know and then something happens, you're like you're reacting. Oh, did something bad happen? Is he getting yet? Yeah? Like, there's uncertainty. I think if the whole team knows you're going to use two quarterbacks, there's more comfort when you're using two quarterbacks. So. The fact that all the offensive players, apparently based on the beat reporters, weren't really aware that they were going to use two quarterbacks, I i don't think that's a great uh, plan of attack.
1: One more call, and then we'll hear from Mac Jones before break. Christian's up in New Hampshire. He wants to talk the newfound QB controversy. What's up, buddy?
6: It's hot. How are we doing tonight?
3: Uh,
1: and a good And a good morning to thee. Top of the morning to you.
6: Top of the morning. Just wanted to give you all a ring. Uh, did anyone see... When Mac was coming off the field, he, like, rolled his eyes at Bill. Like, that was one of the most absurd things I've ever seen in my life. He just rolled his eyes at Bill. Wait, he he rolled his eyes at Bill? I'm sorry,
1: Christian, just for contextual purposes, are you saying that when he came off the field after the interception or at the end of the game?
6: Uh, After the interception. And they were going to break, and then Bailey was beginning to take some warm-up snaps. He rolled his eyes at Bill. I don't know if anyone caught that, but, like, it was on the ESPN broadcast. He just walked off the field and rolled his eyes at Bill.
1: I'll be looking for that. I did not see it, but I'll be looking for it. And I did also hear tale, Christian, Andy, et al., I did hear tale of somebody seeing perhaps a colorful metaphor or a four-letter word being uttered by young McCorkle on the sidelines as well that uh, some... Shall we say, uh, sharp-eyed lip readers may yeah, have may he have caught be as well. Mad. Thank you for the call. Like this is a weird situation. I don't think anybody is benefiting from
4: the the way this is being managed and handled by Bill Belichick, who's supposed to be the greatest. You know, managing of talent, putting guys in position to succeed, not fail. That whole thing. A, he, who's benefiting
1: from this right now? The way this is being handled. He's the greatest coach of all time in NFL history, but at the same time, like Paul Brown, this is. so... <laughs> we're we going to do this now. Hey, Paul Brown's better. I got I got nothing but 2 hours to go kill here. At but midnight. like but this is just so strange. Like so, like the we, we can I think we can all agree on this. We can maybe disagree on who we think is the greatest coach and why. But I think we can all agree that whenever Bill steps outside of what are we believe to be the perceived comfort zones or the predictability if you will, like it gets weirder some like some of these yeah. like I would have never thought two quarterbacks Beat reporters saying offensive players said, "Yeah, no, we had no idea that was cut." Kind of like, right. anyway, let's actually let's get it straight from the source as opposed to continuing to speculate or just trying to, uh, you know, build a pastiche from the beat reporters and everyone else there on the scene. Let's hear from the other Patriots quarterback who saw action tonight, Mac Jones, following the defeat to the Bears.
6: When did you know that you were going
1: to be the starting quarterback tonight?
7: Yeah, I think we had um, a good plan as always, just to. You know, go throughout the week and figure out what we want to do for the game. And Coach Belichick was very good about communication, and um, felt like I was good to play, and um, we had a good plan there. And just obviously didn't play well enough there, um, and yeah.
4: Is it difficult to be the best you though when you know that the plan was to include two quarterbacks' plan tonight?
7: Um, honestly, like I always say, I just try to control what I can control, and that's my attitude and my effort. That's um, something that I've done since high school, and. Um, obviously I need to be able to play better and we do as a team as well so I just got to lead the team and and do that hey Mac Mac oh hey sorry no grace how deflating was it uh, to hear the the zappy chants almost after every series or every time you touch the ball yeah I think um, obviously like I said earlier definitely wanted to play better and um, you know, I just gotta do better at my job, and that's all it comes down to, and um, that's all I can control. And honestly, you know, we got a good chance here to go against the Jets, and that's kind of what I'm already focused on. So, like I said, I'm gonna do my best to put my best foot forward, and I've been in this situation before, and I'm um, just gonna try and help the team. And whatever my role is, I'll be ready, and I'll give it 100 percent.
3: Hey Mac, over here. Do you anticipate starting on Sunday against the Jets?
7: Um. I guess when Sunday comes, we'll know. Um, I just, like I said, want to become a better player and prepare like I always prepare and put the hours in every day. Um, my schedule doesn't change, and I'm just going to continue to do that, and you know, hopefully the results will take care of themselves. There's some things you can't control, and I'm just going to control, like I said, my attitude and my effort and I come in early, stay late, and, and do my job. Mac, were you surprised uh, at the timing of uh, Bailey being put in the game? Did you know the third series was going to be your last one? Like I said, I think, you know, Coach Belichick, you know, had a really good plan for us. And um, obviously that's kind of internal stuff, but I understood the plan and and what was going to happen. And, um, you know, obviously wish we got off to a better start and and I played a little bit better, but I'll have a chance to, you know, practice and get back into my routine. Uh, Something that I want to work on is just, Getting back into my routine, I'm a very routine person, and I'm excited for this week. And um, that's all you can do, right? You can't really look back in the past. And obviously, the game, you know, wasn't good by any of us. And starts with me. Steve Burton, in
6: the back Mac, after zapping through the touchdown pass, you showed a lot of class in being the first one up to go congratulate him. And uh, you being the captain of this football team, how do you bring this team back?
7: Yeah, I think. Um, I'm always going to be a good team player. Um, I did that at Alabama when I waited my turn, and I did it in high school. I did it in Pop Warner. So um, I know I'm a good teammate, and that's one of the things that I pride myself in the most. And um, whether I'm in the game or not, I try to be a good teammate. And um, we have a lot of good players on this team. And obviously tonight we didn't play our best. And um, like you said, there's always a chance to turn around. I think you look in the past and, you know, really good teams, you know, they don't, just climb all the way up to the top, there's a little bit of a mountain that you have to go up, and you might have to stop or go down to get some air, but you better be able to shoot back up and that's my plan, and that's our plan um, and I know we're going to be able to do it.
4: Hey Mac, uh, just how are you feeling physically? Bill said um, your health was a factor in your playing time tonight
7: um, I feel pretty good um, just trying to you know put in the hours like I did you know the past couple weeks, and you know a lot of the you know, if you're injured, that's what you got to do. You got to put in the hours, the treatment, recovery, you know, ice, hot tubs, whatever you can do. And I've been trying to do that and that's all I can control. And um, I feel pretty good, but obviously with time, things get better. So just trying to do that. There are some reports this week that you were like 85, 90%. Is that where you'd ballpark it at? Um, I didn't really do the whole percentage thing. I think, you know, you're either able to play or not. And Obviously, in the NFL, you don't get any credit for playing hurt or not, and there's no excuses. So um, I felt like I was you know, good to go. And like I said, with time, it'll get better. And um, just got to play the game of football better.
4: Mac, uh, probably tonight, at a minimum, you wanted to knock the rust off and, and you know, get acclimated. Do you think you were given enough of a chance to give you confidence should you have to play next week against the Jets?
7: Yeah, I think um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, obviously, I played a lot of football. But at the same time, I'm still a young player, so anytime I get a chance to go on the field, I want to, you know, put a better product out there. Um, like I always say, I prepare hard, but you got to be able to put it on the field. And I'm going to assess myself because I can only really speak for myself and um, just do better. And at the end of the day, I've been playing this game since I was five years old, playing quarterback since I was five, and it hasn't been like this the whole time. I've had to, you know, face a lot of different challenges. Some people don't know about, but. I just kept working and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to try and be the best team that I can be and help the team any way possible. And, uh, we'll be able to go out there and hopefully turn this thing around and win some games.
1: Mac, I noticed you ran the ball three times while you were in there in the first quarter. You seem when you ran the ball to really be making an effort to kind of get out there and go that kind of a thing. We saw that was that to make sure that you could test out that ankle and to make sure that you're ready going forward.
7: Oh, I think it's just football and um sometimes you know there's lanes to run and you know I'm not necessarily a running quarterback but I'm just trying to get yards and move the ball and um obviously you know we get more yards when the ball's in someone else's hands so I gotta be able to throw it to the open guy and get it to them and um we have great skilled players, a great offensive line, great backs, great coaches, there's no excuses so um I'll play better and um watch the tape and figure out kind of go back to my bucket system, what I need to do better and what am I doing, you know, okay. So I'm going to do that again here.
4: Mac, what was communicated to you why you were pulled after the third drive that you played at
3: quarterback?
7: Yeah, I think, you know, like I said earlier, just part of the plan. I think Coach Belichick obviously did a really, really good job explaining it to me and um, I knew what the plan was and, um, you know, the timing's the timing, but we were on the same page and, There's no hard feelings or anything. I I wish I played better while I was in there, but I'll hopefully have a chance to do that in practice and kind of earn that back and then, you know, apply it in the game. But um, we definitely want to play better as a team, and um, we're going to do that. We're all going to work together and put our best foot forward.
1: Overall, how was the speed of the game? Did it take a while to get back to, or did it feel like you could drop back in and go?
7: Um, It was it was fine. I think you know, just you can't think about things that you can't control, whether that's injury or anything like that. You just got to go out there and play and. Um, once you're out there, you just you don't really think about anything. You're just out there playing. So that's the goal: is to just rely on your instincts and, and go out there and read and react. Thank you, cool. Man. Thanks.
1: That was Patriots quarterback, one of two quarterbacks who played tonight in defeat uh, against the Chicago Bears at Gillette Stadium. Mac Jones, uh, pretty much on brand, would you not say? Oh, yeah. Andy? yeah. Like you know, like taking accountability, earnest, upright. Kind of direct with the answers as well. Didn't really skate or evade any of the questions that were asked of him. I thought he did a good job there.
4: Yeah, no, he was uh, less um, uncomfortable than Zappy was. Now, he yeah. should be. He did this all of last year. Mm-hmm. He even lived he through CAM t- and the whole thing. Higher
1: profile Alabama, for God's sake. Sure. Western Kentucky. So what kind he, of scrutiny is on, is on you in Western Kentucky? He handled himself
4: well off the field tonight. It's on the field. That's the problem. And that's the root of this issue. If he goes out there in three straight drives, it's 21 nothing. Mm-hmm. No one cares whether he does or doesn't play the rest of the game, right? Like you're talking mm-hmm. about, oh, Mac looked good, Mac's healthy. The issue is he continues to turn the ball over, he continues to not play all that well, and in short spurts, Zappy continues to play better and add more of a spark to the offense, even though he too faded in this hideous,
1: hideous loss. Yeah, but then a little bit of the bloom came off in the second yeah, half and it's fine. The, yeah. the, the reality the is, is you don't zappy have an Star. obvious
4: quarterback right now. That's part of the problem. Now, I've seen the different words. I can't wait to see what Channel 7 does. I know NBC Sports Boston is calling it QB chaos, and I'm happy to see whatever happens at uh, Channel 7 because they're mm-hmm. usually very creative with their alliterations down there. Um, but you have an issue here. Like yep. they, Bill yeah. can say ignore the noise. Oh, I'll sign it. I'll sign. You're creating the noise. You're magnifying the noise. You're amplifying. Yeah, like it's it's unreal what is going on right now. And I don't, I don't. You know, I know he's gone through Testaverde, Kosar, that whole era. Brady Bledsoe, that whole era. Mm-hmm. He's gone through his his QB controversies and other issues that were sort of big stories. This is a big one right now, the way this is playing out and not playing out for the Patriots' favor.
1: In my estimation, they do not have a quarterback controversy. I'll get to that on the they other side. They have a side. QB problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perhaps that's the case. When we come back, we'll also hear from Patriots writer from WEEI.com, our pal Kyrie Thompson. Christian Fourier has deigned to uh, promise a call-in to the show later on as well. We're going to have everyone here at the old Pat's Pity Party. Bears 33, Patriots 14, 617-779-7937 is the telephone number here. you got Fitzy and Hart in the Six Rings postgame show on WEI.
0: As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That's code H E R O 10 for 10% off at hero.co.
2: Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution, subscribe, and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. How do you
0: personally and other super skilled players adjust when a change like that is made?
4: Um, not even as a football player. I mean, it's tough as a man to see somebody who worked so hard kind of
2: get that kind of treatment. But at the end of the day, you know, we all trying to feed our families, so we got to go out there and play for whoever's doing
1: Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers, who unfortunately was involved in a turnover tonight, we can't hardly call it a. Uh, a turnover that, like, tilted the tables or changed the balance of things. Like, no. it didn't kill momentum. It's not like, oh, the Pats were going to score again after it was 17-4. Like, no, that was just a botched play. And as you pointed out, I thought rather uh, succinctly earlier in the program, maybe Bailey Zappi would have been better on the faux RPO and handoff to wide receiver Jacoby Myers if he had actually gotten more reps as the starter earlier this week.
4: Yeah. Because Bill Belichick told me, 2001, you can't get two quarterbacks ready to
1: play in an NFL game. You need to
4: have a starting quarterback that you get ready.
1: I wish you could have texted one of the reporters, one of the beat guys who was there, somebody who was in the room to say like, hey, I know for a fact I heard that from him. You know, like maybe you could have texted our friend who currently joins us from the Harbor One hotline, weei.com's. Kyrie Thompson did you know about that line Kyrie the fabled Belichick line like you can't get two quarterbacks ready for a game and here he is now telling us the plan was to always get two quarterbacks ready for this game
3: I actually think I heard that referenced in the pregame I was listening to Mutt and I feel like he, he mentioned that at some point something came across my mind I'll tell you this I mean you could talk about whether the quarterbacks were on board with this plan what they knew what they didn't know but I'm stunned by going into the locker room and talking to some of these guys, they were blindsided by this. They were shocked when Mac Jones was taken out of the game. Ramondre Stevenson is just saying, like, I don't know, man, to several questions. I mean, I, I feel like they have no idea what in the world just happened.
1: So you're saying that the players were completely uninformed as to the coach and offensive coordinating brain trust plan to – rotate the quarterbacks or give Mac a a breather or a spell, if you will, to put in Bailey to ride a hot hand. They were ignorant to the coach's plans.
3: That is my understanding of it. I mean, Jacoby Myers said he was surprised when Mac Jones was taken out. Michael Mwenu, I think, had the, the quotes that really had some of us just jaw agape, almost where he just said um, he had no idea that Bailey's app he was even going to play. Yep. I mean, so he didn't say anything about um, you know practice reps or anything, but he didn't know that Bailey Zappi was going to play, and they had no notice that Bailey Zappi was going to come into the game. They just went into the huddle, and there was a new quarterback. So we, and just, they just roll with the punches, and yep, that, that, that's how it is.
4: And, and that's because players are creatures of habit, and they've been playing this game, as Mac Jones said, since he was five years old. And coaches yell, first offense, come on the field and a quarterback runs out with it, right? And then sometimes there's cases where the coach says, all right, Joe, you come in, take these reps with the ones at quarterback, right? Like, the, these guys are just beholden to reps. It's how mm-hmm. they know what's going on. They, they're they not told anything. It's not like the QB coach comes over to the lineman and tells – like, they just look at reps. So the reps tell you – these words tell you that the reps told them Mac Jones was the quarterback, which would fall in line with the reports we got from Florio and Ian Rappaport that Mac Jones took the bulk of the first-team reps this week – And yet Bill is telling everybody who'll listen that the plan is to play multiple quarterbacks production meeting. He's telling Troy Aikman. Yeah. My intention is to play both quarterbacks. I I don't know what Bill is doing here. And I don't know if he has a quarterback controversy right now, but I'll tell you Kyrie, I just changed the word. He has has a quarterback problem. He has a quarterback
3: problem. Yes. And you know what? He, he created a controversy because look, I, I think a lot of us were saying, look, okay, we can we can talk about Bailey Zappi um, and how he's played and such, but this isn't really a quarterback controversy. Mac Jones is your starter when he's healthy. He comes when he comes back when he's ready. He's the starting quarterback, and they they willingly created a controversy out of the quarterback position. And as you mentioned, now have an issue of okay, great, Bailey Zappi came in and scored 14 straight points. Uh, you know, led the offense down the field and had the place jumping, and they didn't score again for the rest of the game. Yep. And Bailey Zappi looked like a rookie again. And the offense was exposed when they weren't running the football slash couldn't run the football anymore because they were getting, uh, you know, behind in the score. And then it's just Bailey Zappi going back in shotgun, and he doesn't have the benefit of play action anymore. It's now you have to go and throw down – you have to throw while you're behind. And I think that we have just seen that Bailey Zappi cannot function that way. And, and perhaps Matt Jones can't, can't do it either. Right. I mean, so, so yes, you now have, you have a problem at quarterback. And if you had asked me which team was going to bungle the quarterback position first <laughs> out of these two, it would not have been the New England Patriots. I definitely would have had it being Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. But this, I, I, I cannot believe what I just saw.
4: Now, that being said, the other uh, storyline, and I think should be the bigger storyline, is um, what happened to the defense? How come they couldn't uh, stop a not-great Bears offense?
1: Well, actually, Kyrie, well, I would like to point out, as yeah. I just retweeted moments ago, somebody by the name of at Rigdon oh, 5 tweeted out, Bill Belichick spent 1,000 words telling everyone this would happen, and everyone mocked him. Now we go back to exactly. the seven-minute
2: love letter
3: to
1: the Bears. I'm still going to mock him. That This is inexcusable. This should not happen. The Bears
4: could beat nope. the Patriots. The Bears should not dominate and control the Patriots the way they did. I don't really understand it.
3: Nope. And you know what? I, I've told everybody that would listen that this could happen, that – You could get into a game and the Bears would finally decide they were going to run Justin Fields. They were going to watch the Ravens tape with Lamar Jackson and say, oh, wow, they ran bash. They ran quarterback counter. They ran read option and they were busting big plays with Lamar Jackson. Let's finally do that with Justin Fields after we haven't done it all year. And then, of course, I mean, I thought they would contain the scrambles better. They gave up a they gave up a third and 17. I mean, it, but but look, that's exactly what I told you, that if it came down to it, what was going to happen was this was going to come down to Justin Fields making plays when he shouldn't. I mean, according to the way that this is schemed up and, and the way that things have typically gone with first and second-year quarterbacks against Bill Belichick and Justin Fields and this Bears offense not having weapons and, and all of that, it was going to be about Justin Fields going to pull a couple of plays out of his butt and the Bears are going to stay in this game. And not only did they stay in the game, but it kept happening over and over and over again. They did not learn from their mistakes in the Ravens game, even though they, they've, now, they've faced that kind of quarterback before. And so it makes me look at this and say, look, we, we've given a lot of credit to this Patriots coaching staff over the past couple of weeks when they beat up on the Lions and they beat up on the Cleveland Browns. The Bears – are not quite that bad, but they're also not good. Okay, and they just got pantsed in front of the entire nation by Matt Eberflus and and this Bears coaching staff, and and I, I find it mind boggling. I have only seen one other Bear, uh, one other Patriots game that was this poorly coached, and it was the Week Three loss to uh, the New Orleans Saints last year. When I just thought everything is going wrong. You have Jake Bailey shanking punts. Trent Brown had four penalties, I mean, mm. they couldn't do anything right, and I really do think it came down to preparation.
1: Patriot uh, Patriots writer Kyrie Thompson from WEI.com joins us here on the Harbor One Hotline. Kyrie, did you get a chance to see, or did you pass by Kyle Duggar? How was he doing after the game?
3: I, I did not see him in the locker room at all. Um, I was spending a lot of time in, in, the, in the press room trying to get some – Uh, You know, quotes from some of these guys. But yeah, no, I didn't hear that about Kyle. I didn't hear anything about Kyle Duggar. And then on top of that, Adrian Phillips leaves the game. And so now arguably your two best safeties, two of your multidimensional safeties that are kind of the bedrock that this defense is built upon had to leave this game. And that's a problem when you're going up against the Jets. And look, I know they just lost two of their best offensive players for the rest of the season and Zach Wilson is running around like a headless chicken right now out there. I have no idea what in the world he's doing. But this is this is a really big game and you you really can't afford to be without them. For any stretch of time, because when they're not on the field, and you have to play Miles Bryant extended snaps both at slot corner and at safety instead of being able to rely on your your big nickel you know, formation, your three safeties, they picked on Miles Bryant today with Equanimee Saint Brown and like Dante Pettis. Yes. I mean, this this is a, this is a problem. these are real words coming from you a little bit. From <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. This is this is now your your lack of elite talent. Is getting exposed when those guys aren't uh, when they're not in the game.
4: Yeah, and that's what I think this is, and you can ill afford to lose guys that are versatile athletes because I think these struggles with guys like Lamar and Justin Fields, athletic quarterbacks, when the play breaks down, it starts to become a little bit playground football, athlete versus athlete. And we had convinced ourselves that oh, Jawan Bentley's good enough, and Mac Wilson's good enough, and Jelani Tavai is good enough, and Miles Bryant is good enough, and I think the reality is they're not good enough.
3: Scheme coaching. No, I don't think so. And and I mean, look, Marcus Jones had himself a nice game. Good job. Um, and, and and Jack Jones had a had a tackle for loss. He got burned on one point, but it got uh, got covered up by Matthew Judon tipping the ball into Miles Bryant's hand for the interception. But again, yeah, I think when it comes to the linebackers in particular, they don't have enough of those just speedy, new age sideline to sideline linebackers that might have helped you clean up. Some of the, the running issues that, that you had against Justin Fields and against Khalil Herbert when he was bouncing some runs and breaking tackles. And I go back to it because I, I mentioned this earlier in the year. I feel like the Patriots really could have used somebody like Devin Lloyd, who's exactly that kind mm. of, of young, fast, versatile, athletic linebacker, and what they decided to go with was, okay, yeah, let's see if Cameron McGrone can be that guy, and if not, okay, fine, we'll go with Jelani Tabai, and we'll go with Mac Wilson, who has spent a lot of time overrunning gaps and being out of position when he's in the game, especially against the run. And, again, linebacker has, has turned out to be the weakest position group on the team, and it's not getting any better. it's not getting any better when you're playing real opponents.
1: No, as a matter of fact, Kyrie, the Patriots decided to elevate Jamie Collins from the practice squad today. 33 years old, fourth stint with the New England Patriots, though he's only been in the NFL for 10 years. That's how desperate they've gotten at the linebacker position. And I hate to say it, they were exposed there time and again tonight. No spies, no coverage, no extra pursuit. It was Matthew Judon with the energy and the pursuit and the hustle and the head in the game. And then it just kind of seemed maybe Marcus Jones and a little bit of everyone else at best. But it was a lackluster, blank, poor effort by the Patriots tonight. I'm sure you uh, will be detailing further how dejected and how weird it was in the locker room, the quarterback controversy that is to ensue. We'll look forward to reading it. You can follow him at Thompson 5 Some great tweets coming out of the game tonight, as always. Kyrie, thanks for calling in, checking in with us. We'll read you, we'll talk to you, we'll see you, we'll feel you. Keep up the great work.
3: Appreciate you.
1: Thank you, Kyrie Thompson, on the Harbor One Hotline right now. Oh, boy, Andy, this week just got messy. It did. But you How about know, this? I blame the meat man making the miss. I don't blame the meat, but I'll blame the man. I, Sounds I like, like an meat. album. Uh, Devin McCourty, who we did not hear from, but he did speak at the podium following the game tonight, said that the Bears put forth more designed Justin Fields runs mm-hmm. than they had seen all year on tape. Ooh, hmm. a little a little catching the Patriots off guard. A little surprise. Tackle him for the old. Pa- yeah, you know what? Tackle him. I mean, How about just yes like, he's athletic yes he's fast yes he's good tackle mm-hmm. him oh so they kind of went with so crazy thing hey they had a glorified bye, if you will by playing Thursday night and then not having to play all the way until Monday night football that actually is a nice piece of mm-hmm. nice little piece of change a little break for the old uh, Chicago Bears football team and you know what they did they took a look at what the Patriots did well and didn't do well dialed up something someone else did that was effective against them mm. like all those Lamar Jackson runs and then ran it down their throat tonight. It's called coaching. Yes. Funny how that works. I thought works, we huh? had a good one. I'm, I'm actually kind of like grossed out by all, like, well, maybe grossed out by like, but like, I feel strange with all of these, like, yeah, we had no idea. Like, Bailey Zappi saying, when'd you find out you were going to, uh, Mac was starting same time you guys did. What, 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 how did anyone think that that would benefit one of your quarterbacks? This is the way Bill Belichick works. You people liked it. One more call before the break. Tom's been holding for a couple, three, two seconds here. Tom and Chicopee, what up, buddy?
3: Hey, how are you? How are Listen, you? Up, this game, and I think you're missing it, there was no quarterback dilemma per se. The thing your radio people aren't even mentioning is mm-hmm. Belichick flat out lied. He lied, and... I, I don't know if you remember the ESPN announcer when she said she had a chance to ask Belichick, you know, why was he planning on, uh, you know, using two quarterbacks? So that was the plan all along. No, it wasn't. I think it was an emotional, quick decision by Belichick. And he's lying. When you listen to those other the quarterbacks talk, they're
6: just covering for him. He's, he blew up his own team today, personally.
4: Uh, he may have. Now, he did tell everybody before the game he was going to play both it's quarterbacks. a strong call, Tom. Thank you. He told Troy Aikman and jo- Joe Buck and everybody else that he was going to play both. Adam Schefter tweeted it. Like, he was putting the message out there, both quarterbacks are going to play. Carnage in the streets! Now, I don't know why he felt the need to play both quarterbacks after only preparing seemingly one of them to be the starting quarterback. And
1: this now joins the Mount Rushmore of curious Bill Belichick oh, decisions. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: Fourth and two. Malcolm Butler, yep. the zappy uh Mac no. game, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, uh running Steven Jackson into the 100, line hundred times 100%. in the twenty fifteen finale. Yep. Do- yep. It does, right? You're right.
4: This is now on the I don't I haven't really gone back and listed it, but this is weird. It wasn't as weird. It it, it was interesting and then really hit the weird spot when all the players were like, Yeah, I didn't know he was gonna play. That's what I'm saying. The player's not knowing anything, because it's one thing for Bill to have a plan, say something, blah, 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 but the reps are what tell you. Like, don't look at his words, look at his actions, and the actions said Mac Jones is back to starting and playing. Mac Jones is getting all the reps like he's the starter, and then... Three series in, bad series, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. bad series. Mm-hmm. Three series in, you yank him and then don't play him again and then say, well, health was a factor. And then the, what did he say? Situation. Is that the word he used? Situation. Well, the situation. What situation? <laughs> the situation. Why are we laughing, Bill? Your team sucks and you got a quarterback problem. You shouldn't be laughing right now.
1: Ugh, worst situation since Jersey, sure. When we come back, Christian Fourier, but uh, but so was the game, and it deserved it. When we come back, Christian Fourier joins the show. More of your calls. We're here with you till 2. It's the Six Rings postgame show following a lopsided Patriots defeat at home. To the Bears, Fitzy Hart, you here on EEI. Back to the Harbor One hotline we go, joining us fresh off his Other post-game responsibilities on the television box, he now makes his way back to his true love, the radio, the one, the only, Christian (laughs) Fourier here on the
6: Harbor One Hotline. Fourier, what in
1: the holy hell was that?
6: Yeah, it was pretty interesting, wasn't it? Um, I didn't get to hear the first part of the show, but I heard the last caller calling Bill a liar, which I thought was interesting. He came in Um, hot, huh? Here's, here's what I say. Here, A couple of my takeaways, just jumping off, right, is Fields was an obvious issue. Fields was an obvious issue. I feel like that's an example of a team that watched a guy on film, underestimated his speed, his ability to escape, his uh, his instincts, you know, and just – and that killed them. Like, they were 8 for 11 on third down, 61%. And, that's, and they were big ones, too. They were, like, demoralizing ones where you – you know, you thought you could like, you know, you know, get the ball back and have good field position. Next thing you know, you know, that big third down led to points. Eventually, that was that. That to me was ultimately like the the biggest issue with this game. Um, offensively, where do you guys want to start, or where do you want to start? Like, I mean, I mean, the cornerback situation, I think, is intriguing now. Uh, but I think the, the zappy conversation is over. I think that experiment is over. Thank,
1: thank you, Christian. That's exactly where I was hoping you would go with it or what I was hoping you would say. I believe there to be no controversy. No, it's at a this problem point. now. It's no it, longer yeah,
4: a controversy. It's, you a, just it's have a problem. To wonder if you have well, any quarterback. Let me quarterback. ask
1: you this, Christian. A, who would you have started? And B, would you have ever dared to pull Mac Jones or were you surprised that Bill Belichick did?
6: Well, I mean, I give him credit, you know, for pulling him when he did because it seemed to be working. Because there's something going on with Mac. Okay, but let me go back to your original question. One, yes, I would have started him because I've been saying it all week, mm-hmm. and even today when we, when uh, when we were, did a whole show on like both quarterbacks playing, I thought that was a terrible idea. And Mac and I feel like it was confirmed because Matt said he was fine, he was good to go. And if you're healthy and if you're being cleared, then you're then you're playing. And they didn't. I think that was a problem. But I think. Ultimately, I just feel like the big, big picture problem is that Mac is broken. Like, there's something, there's some wires crossed. His interceptions are real egregious. They're just not, they're just bad. There's terrible, they're like Zach Wilson interceptions. You're like, you're just dumb, you know? And, and I don't think he's, I don't think he's that type of quarterback. So I think, I don't know how they're going to fix it. I don't know what they're going to have to do. But the next time they have a situation like that, they're going to have to leave him in so he can work. He's going to have to work it out in real time, guys. You can't have him make a mistake, brutally just destroy his self-confidence, his, his, his self-worth, and then put Zappi in there, which I think is clearly a downgrade. Now you're starting to see it's a downgrade. He can't see over the line of scrimmage. He can't find the, the passing lanes. He gets the ball knocked down all the time. He threw a crappy interception also. So he's got major problems. So, I mean, Andy, maybe you're right. Like, you just got a quarterback problem in general. Maybe that's the lead. Do you
4: have a coaching problem? Because I don't know what Bill is doing, and then you hear all these comments coming out of the locker room that none of the offensive players knew that multiple quarterbacks were going to play. They expected Mac to be the guy. We had all these reports that Mac got the bulk of the reps. Like, what exactly is Bill doing with this quarterback situation?
6: I don't know. But I think he's screwing it up. <laughs> yes, I think he's screwing it up. Um, and, I, I mean, listen, you've made a lot of great decisions in your life. This one, you're screwing up. Um, and I don't, I don't know. Like, it seems like even at the, you know, like one of the questions post-game was, hey, um, uh, you had said they made the, the you know, the announcement, uh, you know, uh, at halftime that, you know, the, that both quarterbacks are going to play in, in the second half. And then sure enough, you know, they asked him, why didn't he play? He said he was going to play. He said, well, you know, the game got away. It was, kind of, it was turning into a blowout. We didn't think it was worth it. I'm like, man, I mean, if you want to knock the rust off, let's knock the rust off in a meaningless game when you get blown out. Let them, let them figure it out. Let them get used to it. But, no, they decided to kind of, you know, I guess save them, you know, for, for Sunday against the Jets. I don't know. It's, it's, if we're confused, I can guarantee you the players are confused. Like, they, they don't get it. They're saying, those quarterbacks are saying all the right things. Yeah, Christian, you know? there were they report
1: get- There were, sorry to step on your uh, toes there, but there were reports of players in the locker room coming out saying they had no idea that there yep. were going to be two quarterbacks. They had no idea who was going to start. They feel badly for Mac getting booed. Like, that's why Andy said, and I think it's a proper assessment, and it pains me terribly to give him all this credit, Son of that it. Andy's right. Like, this is a, like, Belichick may have created a problem tonight. Like, you're just saying a minute ago, Christian, that Mac is kind of broken right now. Like, we have to, like, rebuild Mac Jones. Tonight could not have done anything except break him further, demoralize him, or make what's already been that kind of That is gu- gu-
7: every...
6: Hey, I'm telling you, everything I said that was going to happen, like, on our own show, happened. Like, everything happened. Like Like, he's getting booed, he's struggling... And it's not all his fault. He makes a terrible mistake. And sure enough, Zappy goes in there and has two awesome drives. And you're like, well, that's it. He's done. But then he fizzles in the end. And you're like, well, hell, what was all the fuss about? You know? Um, no, I agree with you. Like, this is a, now the only way this gets fixed is if Zappi go, if Bailey, sorry, my God, I can't get these stupid quarterbacks names right. If freaking Matt goes out there and he just fights through it, you got, you got to let him mm-hmm. fight through it. You know, he's good. But I have so many other questions, like, like just the coaching staff. I don't know if they can even coach it out of them, personally. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they can do it. I wouldn't bet on it. So what's a bigger
4: concern right now, the, the quarterback situation or the alarming inability to play defense against what was supposed to be a, an average at best offensive attack with Justin Fields?
6: See, I don't know. This one's weird. You tell me, really. I'm going to flip it on because last week they did an unbelievable job against the best running team in the NFL. And this week they couldn't stop. They had 273 yards. I think this is an, an anomaly personally because of fields. Yeah, I, I, think I do think, think he,
4: the rookie, the, the athletic quarterback is a thing they struggle with. And my theory on this is very simple. I don't think they have good enough athletes on the field. I think Jawan Bentley and Mac Wilson and Giovanni Tala, Tavai and these guys are like – they probably should be backups, if that, and they are key members of your second level of defense. And when they have to play an athlete like Lamar or play an athlete like Justin Fields, yeah. they don't measure yeah. up. They can't do it.
6: Yeah, I, t- I tell you, because it was last week against the Browns, it was more of a traditional yeah. downhill rushing attack, you know, and it was easy for them to just play football, get in my lanes, I'll take my gap, our big boys won't fit up. But when you play an athletic quarterback like that, and that's why I think about like, you know, you watch the film and you go, oh, okay, I'm ready for this. And then you, you get, you're actually on the field and you're like, holy crap, he's 10 times faster than I thought. <laughs> right, he's yeah. much more quicker than I thought. And so he got out of almost every single jam and he made some, up- listen, he had a career day. Let's, this, he had a career day. Some of the throws that he was making, some of the catches that were made. I mean, everything was working out great for him. Like a couple of times, Judon had him and he just, just missed them. A one big twenty-yard scramble, like they all two guys had him, and they and he got out of it. It was like a magician out there. Yep. So you chalk it up, you tip your cap to him, but still, it's just I love it when you get to like week seven, you just realize, holy crap! Oh, a lot of self scouting right now. I I I don't know any none of this is going to get fixed. Christian, I know you'll
1: have the Patriots quarterback on the which one? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah, who's it going to be tomorrow?
4: Gilbert, what's his name? It's going to be Garrett
1: Gilbert.
6: Well, I don't know. I mean, who like so both of them came up to the podium. So I'm yeah. thinking. Here's my gut. My gut tells me it's it's Mac. Me too. Yeah, um, my he, gut tells me it's Mac. He was also That's better
4: good. at the podium. Like Bailey Zappi was a little bit like unnerved, and yeah, they, they got to him. him. He had that one answer where he's like, "That's a bill." I mean, I mean, we're on to the Jets. Yeah. Like he he didn't yeah. know which cliche to say. I,
1: I, yeah, I, <laughs> I I do job. Okay, all right, Mr. Zappi, yeah. that's He it. is we're, a broken we're, we're man, too. They got two broken quarterbacks. They broke two quarterbacks in one
6: night. Nice, nice job, job, Bill. <laughs> uh, but you know what's funny? Like, Mac, Mac uh, said that he's he just reiterates the fact that he's he's a, he's a man of routine. He likes routine. He likes routine. <laughs> so that's why I think he'll be up there tomorrow. Yeah. It, that's his routine. Like, okay, after the game, let me go give you some cliches and some, you know, we got to do better about a thousand times. We're back to that again, by the way. We'll do better. We'll do better. I can't wait for that.
4: They do need to be better. I 100%. They're in last place. They're 3-4, and and they played a horrific game today. They definitely need to be better. They just got
1: whooped by the Bears, and now there's a chance they can take a licking from the Jets on Sunday. Oh, how the tables have turned. Oh, no. We suck
6: again. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Christian Fourier (laughs) from Merloni, Fourier, and Mego calling in on the Harbor One hotline. Christian, go get some sleep. We'll listen to you tomorrow, buddy, or actually later today. Thank you, pal. You know what That that was? That was practice for the uh, Christian Fourier fundraiser that's
4: coming up. When right when we're on the air with him till too? three in the morning, one, you to, you three one to three. Yes, see I'm this getting is way too. Practice. Used to d- I'm
1: getting way too used to y- doing shows with you way into the night. You're we looking are... a little droopy. Well, I to- I told you I would be good from eleven to one, and then you may have to carry the Ugh. show from one to two. When do I not? I mean, what? Uh, we are. I would like to remind you, we are also broadcasting from our best yet brand studio. That's the end of hour two. One more hour of postgame show. More calls, more analysis. We'll get into a little bit of a preview as to what's going to happen next Sunday. Make our predictions for who gets the start and how we can try to fix this mess. You got Fitzy, you got Hart. This is the Six Rings postgame show here on WEEI.
8: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go
0: places. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.
2: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered.